today is episode 68 of The Upside, and I have to start out the show by telling Jeff a little bit of bummer news. Bummer news? What's bummer? Why Why are we starting at a bummer spot? Well, it's not really a bummer. It's kind of funny, but I was made aware... <laughs> on our Facebook group that there is no Skittles challenge. It's actually an M&M challenge. And yes, all Skittles flavors are different, but the challenge is for M&Ms. Well, all M&Ms taste the same. That's exactly what I said. So we may have done the challenge wrong and we may have done our last show may have been at Cali. Jeff, duh. Like, of course, they're flavored. They're That's not flavors. that I disagree with that. I strongly disagree with that because I remember doing that as uh, on the radio last year, the year before, because it was an I think it was an urban legend. No, you guys did a challenge on the radio of the different types of Skittles, like the different colored bags, because there's like a blue bag and a purple bag no, and a red bag. It was it was this. I swear. Do we do it wrong in the radio, too? No, that's how you did it on the radio. It's like, which ones are tropical? Which ones are mixed berry or whatever the purple one is? I one's mm. the original. I, d- I am going to research that. <laughs> I'm going to take time out of my day. I'm going to research it because I remember there was there was an urban legend mm-hmm. that said that all Skittles are the same, but of course all M&Ms taste the same. Yeah. So that was the feedback. I don't know. But um, anyways, uh, on the upside, I got to eat an entire bag of Skittles yesterday. Not sorry. <laughs> Callie came in here a few minutes ago, right before we started recording. And she's like, where are the rest of the Skittles? And I'm like, they're gone. She's like, no, no, no. There's half a bag left. And I go, no, I poured them into the bowl on the table. Mm. And she's like, not all of them. And I go, yeah, all of them. <laughs> and then she justifies her eating all the Skittles by saying, oh, well, they just don't put as many in the bag as they used to. I'm living my best October life. It's fine. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Yesterday, oh man. Do you even want me to hit the buzzer? Do do I even need to hit the buzzer? No, no. Okay. If this is your first episode of the Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the fact that we don't have candy in the house every day leading up to Halloween because I honestly can't resist it. Yeah, it's so good. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for laptops. Our laptops. Uh, This is a Tuesday episode airing on a day that feels like a Monday because for a lot of people, it was a short week. Holiday because of Columbus Day, right? When you went out, Yesterday morning to get to to do a Starbucks run mm-hmm. because Callie had a rare day where she didn't have to be in the office at 4 a.m. It was awesome. So she got to sleep in and she went to Starbucks. Was there any line? Was there no. any traffic? No yeah. one on the road. No one like every Atlanta is vacant. Because it's a uh, Columbus Day weekend and Columbus Day. So no school buses, no government offices, banks, all that closed. Uh, so so we got to stay up late. On a Sunday night, us together. Normally, I'm staying up late. Callie goes And to by bed. late, Jeff means like 10 o'clock. Or, it was like 11 last night. Was it that late? And, and what a complete waste of a night. It was not a waste of a night. It was amazing. And I am a sorry, not sorry millennial. Like, I am proud of being a millennial. I am fine with it because millennials had some of the best 
the best things. We have some of the best things from our childhood in our generation. And one of them is the best Halloween movie ever. And if you know what I'm about to say, if you know, you know, it's Hocus Pocus. And Jeff was like, I was watching the beginning of it yesterday. And Jeff's like, what is this movie? I've never seen it. I'm like, you've never seen Hocus Pocus. I was almost offended. It came out in 1993. So, how, how old were you in 1993? In 1993, I was seven. Great. <laughs> I was 19. <laughs> I'm 12 years older than you are. I'm not going to go watch Hocus Pocus at 19. But apparently, it's a thing because Callie says, you should post on, your, on Instagram that you're watching this movie. And I bet people will be so impressed. And I took a picture of the screen and I posted that Callie was making me watch Hocus mm -hmm. Pocus and I put my phone down. Mm -hmm. And 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, I picked it up and my inbox was full with OMG, greatest movie ever. Of course. OMG. Of course. Because my people and I, we're all, yeah, we get it. I have been having a little Jeff education session. What else did I make you watch lately? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, I have saw before, and I actually like that. Forrest Gump, which is another Grease. one of your favorites. I saw uh, Grease. I do not get Grease. Like Grease, y'all. The moral no. of the story is if you put on tight leather pants, then you'll get the boy. It's no, so it's degrading <laughs> to women. Best songs ever. Um, what else terrible. have we? Terrible. It is it's Grease. Is a terrible Let it go. movie. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't it's, not Grease. It, you know what today is or yesterday? I think was. Or Sunday, sometime this week is the 20th fifth anniversary, truly, of one of the best movies of all time. Which is? If not the best movie of all time. And the fact that you call Hocus Pocus one of the best movies, and you're putting it in the same category as this, almost makes me want to call a divorce lawyer. What is it? It's a river of dirty money running through this place. Yeah, the problem with having all that money is that sooner or later you're going to have to explain where it came from. Well, that's where I come in. Channel it, filter it, funnel it. By the time Norton retires, I'll have made him a millionaire. You know, the funny thing is, on the outside, I was an honest man, straight as an arrow. I had to come to prison to be a crook. Is that Shawshank? Yes! Jeff's favorite movie. Oh, I love that movie. I'm not saying it's one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm just saying it's like a millennial classic. Like, Grease had a resurgence when we, because Grease is super old, okay? But then we also have, like, I've made Jeff watch She's All That, 10 Things I Hate About You, How I, to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like, these are all millennial, like, Mean Girls. Jeff mean, had never seen Mean, mean Girls Mean Girls me. is one of my favorite movies. It's I awesome. I do like Mean Girls. Um, what, here are my, I can do a list. I think a pretty short list cause I'm not a huge movie guy. So my favorite movies are Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, Dead Poets Society, I knew you were gonna say Dead, Poets Society. Dead Poets Society, Goodfellas and American Beauty. Those, Those are, are all really intense movies. I know. I'm an intense. Look at me. Look how intense I am. <laughs> You're an intense kind of guy. I will say Dead Poet Society. I have to be in the right mood to watch it. And I cry almost every time. Without a doubt. Do you cry? Oh, Captain, my captain. Yes. Yeah. And they're all standing oh. on the desk. And now that Robin Williams isn't around anymore, like I haven't seen it since he passed. And I don't know if I can handle it. What are um, your favorite movies? Just don't think too hard about it. Just list your top three, your top five. Go. Uh, I don't know. I'm being put on this. Forrest Gump. I love. Okay, yeah, Forrest Gump is probably my favorite movie of all time. 
Um, that thing you do, which I know is a little vapid, but it's a Briggs family classic. Right. I like this super old movie and I don't know if anyone is going to even know what this movie is. You have not seen it. So I feel like you're not an official part of our family yet. Um, it's a mad, 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 mad world. I have not seen it, but I know you and your dad quote it back and forth. We do. Um, you also like, um, father of the bride. I love father of the bride. That is, oh, it's so good. It gives me a lot. These are all like millennial things, though, that I like. Um, I uh, did a quick little search on Google and came up with a way to make Hocus Pocus tolerable for people who don't enjoy it. So are you saying, because I have been asked on Instagram if you liked it. Did you like it? Uh, it left a lot. It, le- it left a lot to be desired. I got here's how much I liked it, Callie. In the middle of it, I got up and made soup and then cleaned the kitchen. I know, but you don't appreciate it even. I did not. Get, I did not get the appeal of it. He did go. How did they get Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker to be in this movie? But it was like made in the early 90s. So, uh, OK, so here is the Hocus Pocus drinking game. OK. Oh, boy. Uh, you take a drink whenever and you might have to explain some of this stuff. Whenever the black flame candle is referenced. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yep. the one that Max lit. Yep. To, oh, look. You yeah. know his name. Good uh-huh. job. Okay. Um, when any of the witches say children, yabos, mm-hmm. or book, book. I don't know. It's spelled book. That. Yeah. Okay. So when <laughs> so take a drink then. Whenever a spell is cast, mm-hmm. whenever Winnie makes a face like she smelled something terrible, mm-hmm. who's Winnie? Winnie is the witch. It's one of the sisters, the one that smells children. Okay. And then Mary barks. Who's Mary? Oh, wait. Did you say Winnie? Winnie is Bette Midler. And And Mary is the one that smells the kids. Got it. Okay. And then you have to finish your drink whenever Max's virginity is referenced. Oh, yeah. That's like the whole movie. Does that come up a lot? Yeah. Uh, Or when the sisters are confused by something modern. Okay, so this is like too many things. Like you should only have like three things. This we're is too long. And the, the we're thing already is, drunk. Is that your well, point? Well, we're already drunk. And here's the problem is people that will appreciate this movie are not in their 20s anymore. So they can't uh, we need it. to not be doing drinking games like this or we will not feel well the next day. Uh, and then whenever somebody shouts out the line before it's said, the rest of the room has to do a shot. Oh, I don't think I do that. Do, I don't do that in movies. No. I do that with friends, no. but. So anyways, there's our, there's our Hocus Pocus review. Oh, that's so good. Uh, we've got a, I, I've got, speaking of Hocus Pocus, I've got an idea that I would like to propose to you, Callie. Yes. Regarding the neighbor and her dogs. I love that you are like, speaking of Hocus Pocus. Well, <laughs> I'll explain. We got to um, say thank you to our partners this, this week real quick. And then I'm going to propose to you the pet communicator idea mm-hmm. based on a message I got on Instagram. Okay. Okay. But first, um, just a quick reminder that our partners this week, um, one of them is care of, and they make taking your daily vitamins so easy. They actually got Callie to take her vitamins. I know she's had a doctor ask her to do this for 20 years. Nothing. Nothing. Never care of says, Hey, we'll make, uh, we'll make it so easy. We'll put a five minute survey on our website and then we'll mail the vitamins and individual packets right to your house. Callie has taken them every day since then. 
Go to takecareof.com. Take that same exact survey. It'll just take you a couple of minutes and it'll tell you exactly based on your, your lifestyle and the way you answer the questions and um, what your goals, your health goals, it will suggest for you vitamins that you should be taking and supplements. And then you can also add in other things. Right now, if you go to takecareof.com, take that survey and place an order and use the word upside 50 when you check out, you'll get half off your order. It's upside 50 at takecareof.com for 50% off. Our next partner is 3Fit, and Jeff is in love with this company. And I asked him if I could do the endorsement today because I have had a lot of random questions, really like last year at Christmas, from women saying, my husband wears t-shirts all the time. He's so t-shirt picky or whatever. And Jeff has found the solution to the perfect, finding the perfect t-shirt in 3Fit theory. And basically, their whole thing is you sign up, Yep. you buy uh, they send you three shirts. Yes. And you, pl- you place an order for three shirts, but your initial order is three. The shirts are three different, but similar sizes. Yes. And Jeff's gripe about t-shirts is that they're too short. Like they shrink up. So they'll send you three. And their whole thing is like one, love one, hate one. Like we want you to hate one of our shirts. Cause we want you to find your perfect, perfect fit of t-shirt. And then whichever one you love, send us back the ones you don't like. And we'll send you two more of the ones that you love. So this is a really good gift idea. If you are in a relationship with a t-shirt snob like I am, this is a great solution for you. And they're giving you free shipping. So go to 3fittheory.com slash upside. They are doing a special right now for all upside listeners. It's $49.50. Um, and you're going to get the three fitting shirts. You're going to get free expedited shipping. It comes in a really cool box. So you can just like stick it, you know, it, you don't have to hide it around or wrap it or be fancy or anything. And um, if you just guess at the size, they'll refit the size for you. It's got a whole list of perks and they're actually including, which Jeff loves too, a thing in the box for free shipping. I think it's like six months of free shipping if you, um, anytime you buy after that. So, so for, just- I was just going to say forty nine fifty for three shirts, I think is a great price because if you go to like a, a Target type t-shirt, mm-hmm. that's $10 and it's only going to last a couple washes. These don't fall apart in the wash, right? They stay the same size. They're and we, awesome. And we found this company because Jeff was a customer and now we beg them to be an advertiser and they're on board. So again, go to uh, 3fittheory.com slash upside and it'll take you to our upside page with them. Here's our uh, neighbor dog update. Um, I have, and I think you have too, Callie. I am no longer stressed about what I've done enough research. Yeah, we I've, decided that we kind of don't care. I've heard enough feedback from everybody saying that that, that our barking dogs are not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. So my stress level has gone way down. Mine has too. Okay, good. So there have been a couple times where we'll be in the house and we'll hear the dogs bark to the back in the backyard. So we walk to the window or we walk to the back porch. They come right to us when we do that. It's never, there's, yeah. So there, there, And I want to say, it's not that we don't care. It's that we've decided that their argument isn't rational. So right. we are respectful neighbors, but we also own dogs and dogs bark. So I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if we explained this once on, on the, on the upside ever, but there was a time that Callie was having a meeting in one room and had to put the dogs in the other room. 
And, oh yeah. And they barked and it was an, it, it was the, our guest was here for an hour and they barked the whole time and our dogs barked almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. So Callie is wondering if maybe they heard that because the room that they were in was close to their house. I'm totally convinced that was it. And then have just expanded that into this giant ordeal when it's not really that. But anyways, so the issue has kind of resolved itself. We have not spoken again with the neighbors. But <laughs> it's 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 um resolved itself cuz there's been nothing. <laughs> well, there's nothing to be concerned. We haven't run into yes. them. Yeah. It's just yeah. Now, that being said, I received a message on Instagram from a woman talking about a pet communicator. Okay. And she was talking about it in a different context. Um, She had a a pet communicator and she met with a pet communicator after her dog died. And the pet communicator was communicating with her still living dog Mm -hmm. and telling stories about her dog that had passed. And she was so convincing in her message to me, in her Instagram message, that it makes me want to kind of call this person. I'm a little surprised that you want to call this person because you are so someone that does not buy into stuff like this. But here's why I want to run it by you. Here's what I think we should do is I want to create like a fake email address and reach out to this pet communicator and tell them nothing about our, us or our situation. Okay. And I just want to have the, the pet communicator, if they're located in North Georgia, mm-hmm. I'm not sure where they are, but if they're local, have them come over here, meet our dogs, and then give us a report without knowing anything about the background. Okay. And if they're by phone, we just, we'll just buzz them into the system here. But without giving them any background, just to see what happens. Would you be open to it? Well, how, what's the cost? Because that's pretty much like my, where I gauge things these days. Well, I don't, I don't know what they, they would charge regularly, but I would tell, I mean, the, the thing would be, we'd be publicizing their service. On I know, the, but you're not going to tell them who we are. I know, but I'm going to, they're, they're obviously going to know they're going to, on a podcast, I'm not going to tell them what oh. podcast. Well, here's the thing is it gets awkward if, what if we think they're totally full of it and we already agreed to like promote their stuff? We, th- we're going to air whatever they say. Got it. So if they come in and they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, Lily, uh, you rescued, you know, like if, if they're way off, then that's going to be like, everybody's going to know. I'm not saying no. I'm also not saying yes. I am like curious, but I also am like very protective of the energy in this house. And if the person that walks into our house has the same energy as like our neighbor, like I'm going to freak out, you know? But that why would that person have the same energy as our neighbor? Because like the neighbor has a friend that's an animal communicator and I wouldn't want that woman in our house just solely based on energy, you know? Like, what if she comes in and she's like, yeah, your dog's really unhappy and all that. Like, I love the energy in our home so much that, like, if the communicator thing doesn't work out, like, I'm going to need to, like, sage it. Like, we're going to have to have Kelly come in and, like, vibe it out or something. Like, I I just feel so protective of our space that if it goes well, great. But if it doesn't go well and we have, like, some, I don't want some negative energy in our house. You know what I mean? But, okay. Well, what if it's over the phone? If it's over the phone, I'm fine with it. But can she communicate How, with the animal without seeing it? What if I send you their 
website and you can look at it and see how legit they are. Okay. And I'll send you the Instagram messages. Okay. But the the story that this woman told me via Instagram is that she had a dog that uh, they had to put down. It passed. Um, It wasn't sick for very long. So it was like really sudden. They didn't have time to come to terms with it. And somebody gave her a reading from this animal communicator. Okay. As like a way to have some closure. Okay. The the uh, the day after her, I'm, I hope I'm telling the story right. The day after her dog passed away, yeah, she was lying in bed with her husband, and they heard uh, their dog, their past dog, bark, and then they heard um, the click of the dog's nails on the hardwood, mm-hmm. and they both kind of sat up and were like, "Oh my gosh, did you hear that?" And he said, "Yeah, I heard that." And she goes, "That was so weird. How do we both hear that?" And they go out and they look in the hall and there's nothing there, obviously, because right. the dog's gone. Whatever. Fast forward X number of days or weeks, they're talking to this animal communicator. And the animal communicator says, did you get the message the night that your dog passed? And she says, what message? And he said, he barked once and walked down the hall towards your room. I don't know. I'll send it to you and then you can decide okay. and decide before the end of the week. Okay, I can't believe the tables have turned and I'm like the skeptic on this and you're like the let's do it guy. Like, who who are these people? I don't even know these people. I just think it would be interesting. That's all. Okay. All right. So, beautiful human alert. Beautiful human alert is where we highlight extraordinary people in the world for doing amazingly good things. Because it just, you know what? And it doesn't, it's like amazing things, but it's also like basic human kindness. Like, like in in my definition of a beautiful human, this is like the goal for the baseline of the world for me. Right. Does that make sense uh-huh. for you? Like, yes, 100%. Like I wish that this wasn't extraordinary, but it is. So we're going to highlight it. And then hopefully one day it'll be like status quo. You know what? I think um, I would like to say this real quick. The, the Pride Parade was in Atlanta this past weekend. Yes. And unfortunately, it rained on Sunday. Yeah. And it was kind of rainy and gloomy, which I'm sure kept some people away. I know this because it kept Callie and I away. But the parade still went on. The The coverage of the parade, the people on the parade route looked, you know, there was a lot of people out there watching yeah. it despite the rain. But the parade was over three hours long. It was like three and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. And I know some people were complaining about that. But I think that's pretty awesome. I think it's so awesome. Because the spirit of the the Atlanta Pride Parade is, is not j- just about everybody's rights. It's also about love and compassion and kindness. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the the umbrella which everything else lives under and acceptance yes. and all of that. So that's like three, that's a three and a half hour kindness and acceptance parade. And I would, I, I can't, I would never complain about that being too long. No. So No, and it's a parade. So like when you're over it, you leave. <laughs> right. You know like what I mean? Like it's like no it's not like you bought a ticket to a comedy show there. and it's like really awkward if you stand up and leave. It's everyone's like, you know, come as you are, come right. whenever, leave when you leave want. Leave when like, you it's want. It's not judgy. It's like very Yes. Yeah. Like if you're complaining because you were there for the entire time and you were annoyed, that's your own fault. Right. Nobody held you hostage. Nobody's gonna judge you for leaving when you decide that you're done. Thank you for coming. Exactly. All right, beautiful human alert. A group of Alabama high school students 
found out that their custodian who had been their custodian at their school for 22 years, which is like way older than most of the, obviously since the kids have been alive. Right. And um, they found out that he got in some sort of car accident. His car was wrecked and he needed a new car. So they started a GoFundMe campaign to get their school's custodian a new car car. No, it's not over yet. I don't think, but they raised more than $13,000 and then a local car dealership jumped in and was like, Hey, we'll match up to 10 grand. So they were hoping to raise 20,000 and 13 plus the 10 grand matches $23,000. That's a new car, baby. And so this guy, this the guy who's been the custodian at the, at the school for 22 years now gets to walk into a car dealership and buy a brand new car because of his kids, because of his kids. And he said, I commend y'all for your love and compassion. And he was totally overwhelmed. And I just think that's really cool. Like it was a kid initiated, like say you can't make a difference. Yes, you can. And you know what? The thing is, uh, the custodians, I think are the people like, I remember my custodian oh, in my too. high school. Michael. Yeah. Mine was Mr. Hauser. <laughs> and I just, rem- I don't know why I remember him, but he was always like so nice. I remember he always wore like a green, not a jumpsuit, but like a work yeah. You know, thing. Uh-huh. And he was always pushing around the garbage can. Yeah. With all of his tools and stuff hanging on the edge of it. And I just remember him. So that's awesome. Kids are awesome. People are awesome. I love it. Beautiful humans. Uh, if you have a beautiful human alert, send it to Callie. Callie at CallieandJeff.com. She loves getting those. I need to check that email address. I just realized just a second. I have not checked that email address since I got it. What? Whoops. What, how, what, how have you not? Well, I checked the Cali dollar one, but this one, I just totally forgot until right this second. I've never (laughs) checked it. So I will, by the time you hear this, I will get the password (laughs) to that email and check it. And I'm sorry if you sent something there and I have not responded. Totally forgot. Uh, Okay. Yesterday on the show, we um, were posed, we were given a question from Cali about partnership that stumped her. And then in turn stumped me. After Jeff made fun of me for saying, oh my God, it's so easy. We talk about partnership all the time. And then he couldn't define it either. And then we were like, we spent 15 minutes being like, well, in conclusion, we have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, I, because um, we have the most awesome listeners on the planet to this show, uh, I have the definition of partnership. Someone sent this to you? Yes. Perfect. Uh, uh, Somebody on Instagram named, I'm going to give you credit, BVEST68. Okay. All right wrote this. And she said, uh, I listen to the podcast every morning on my way to work. The thing about partner struck me today. Okay. And I'm assuming it's a she. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a she. Um, the thing about partners struck me today. I have been married for 29 years. So she's got some experience in this area. And, and she defines partnership is this. Partnership is doing whatever it takes to make the other person 100%. Boom. Ooh, I love that. Boom. Some days she needs a lot from him to reach her 100%. Some days he needs a lot from her to reach 100%. But together they make sure that they're each at 100%. Boom. I love that. I love that. And you know what is our right now is I was thinking yesterday or not yesterday, two days ago, it was Sunday. I was literally on the couch for 12 hours, just having a relaxing day. Jeff cooked, Jeff's been doing so much around our house. And I've been feeling really super 
guilty about that because he's been pulling so much weight around the house. And while I have been kind of like figuring out this new schedule of ours where I'm working two jobs and, and doing all that, he's been picking up the slack at home a lot and um, even like cooking dinner, but also cleaning, which. Well, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty about that because I am home. Well, like I'm a house husband now. I'm a stay at home husband. But what I was thinking is like, I wonder if you feel like when you were super stressed at your last job, if I stepped up in any way, like if you feel like it's kind of a give and take or if, yeah, I hope you don't feel like you're being taken advantage of. Um, I don't think of it that the, yeah, I don't think I, I don't keep score like that. So I don't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I just kind of look at what needs to be done now and today and do it. And that's it. And I think, partners. yeah, your partners. And I think that goes back to the hundred percent rule um, to add to that. I think, I don't think I felt that way when we were both working and when I was stressed, because if I had, I would have said something because we're really good at communicating when one of us isn't mean? at a hundred percent. Yeah, but I feel like for a little while you weren't a hundred percent emotionally. So I was trying to like step up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I there was a while where I was like kind of being the strong one. Like you needed me to, to yeah. just be there for you. And um that was like a phase. So it just kind of goes in phases. And I knew when he was going through a point where he needed me to be like, you know like kind of the strong one and like the leader and take care of some stuff like on our, on the personal side for us that I just stepped up and did it. Cause. But what I'm saying just more le less emotional stuff, just more like superficial stuff, like doing stuff around the house or anything like that. I think, it, and with the emotional stuff, it's just too heavy to get into. Yeah. But I think that at the, the, if we're going to use the definition of making each other 100% as the definition of partnership, mm -hmm. then part of that, the biggest part of that, as we said yesterday, is communication. And you have to be willing to communicate when you are not at 100%. Which you did two years ago. You're like, I need help. Yes. Which was hard for you. But, but you have to you have to say that, I think. But what I'm saying is like right now, you're asking about how it was in the past. I'm saying I don't think it was a problem because if it was, I would have communicated it. Mm -hmm. Just like if you being a bum on the couch all day this weekend bothered me and I needed help with something, then I would have said, I need help. I need help. So it it does all come back to communication, but the definition of making each other equal 100%, I mm -hmm. think it's awesome. I love it. I think it. it's an awesome definition. Okay. We got to um, give you an update on what I think is the most horrible thing we've ever discussed on this show. Jeff is really fired up about this. Our friend's grandmother was almost scammed uh, last week, and we told you about it. And since speaking about it, we have gotten so many messages from people whose grandparents have experienced something similar. And they... One, the one that I'm going to tell you about here in a second is horrifying. The one that we talked about just as a little mini refresher um, last week was that she got a phone call. Our friend's grandmother got a phone call saying your grandson has been in a wreck or, hey, this is, you know, I'm your grandson and I've been in a wreck and I need $9,000 or whatever it was. I can't talk anymore. I'm in jail. Talk to my lawyer. 
and then handed the phone off. And the only reason she knew that it wasn't him was he called her grandma instead of Grammy. And he calls her Grammy. And the lawyer, the person who's playing the part of the lawyer, she said to that guy, well, it didn't, that didn't sound like my grandson. And the lawyer said, well, he hurt his mouth in the accident. Like they had, the, yeah, they, they had, had answers for that kind of stuff. So it, 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 yeah, there's one that's even more awful than that. That has a oh. grandfather shook and I, these preying on grandparents, worst type of people. So uh, I, w- I want to tell you that story just as as a warning. Um, but first, uh, just a quick thank you to our third partner of the show today and the third partner of our show this week, Hemp Fusion. And uh, this, is, this is, I think, the second or third week they've been a part of the show. So you know that they are a CBD company. And if you have heard about CBD but aren't really sure where to start, go to hempfusion.com. But know this, they are top shelf. This is the good stuff because they aren't just CBD. They're CBD uh, along with omegas and terpenes, which helps the CBD reach optimal level in your system. Um, It's going to help you with stress. It's going to help you with uh, sleep. It's going to help you with energy. And the mission at Hemp Fusion is to put all of the stuff together that uh, add up to a better day for you. They've got a supplement that you can take every morning. They've also got uh, stuff that you can take as needed. Go to hempfusion.com. You get 20% off your first order. If you use the word upside at checkout, that's at hempfusion.com. Upside. And if you're confused as to what CBD is, because I think, um, you know, that's the end of the endorsement, but I um, want to just say really quickly that it's used for a lot of different things. A lot of people with anxiety like it. Jeff um, went off Ambien for the first time in like 20 years recently, and he's been using it before he goes to bed. So it's kind of like a calming I like I, I calming is the best word kind of takes you down a little bit. So if you're someone that is like, what is CBD? I have no idea what people use it for. And, um, you hear it all the time. That's an example of what people use it for. And, uh, it, it, you definitely need to use it to bring me down after telling this grandparent story, because this is the worst, <laughs> this right here, Good is, transition. Nice work. This is the worst story ever, but a grandmother, uh, got a phone call from a uh, a woman who is claiming to be her granddaughter and saying that th- that her and her brother were in trouble. So this scammer did enough research to know that grandma had a granddaughter and a grandson. So they had either the granddaughter or the grandson mm-hmm. on the phone, but in the background, they had another person screaming Oh and they God. said that that was her brother, so my grand, the grandson. So grandma's on the phone, gets grandpa on the phone. Grandpa is all worked up. I think this was a kidnapping scam. Oh. So they've kidnapped us. Grandpa's was ready to drive to the bank, and grandma said, uh, "No, I don't think it's real." So they got off the phone. They told, they said, "Call us back," and they got off the phone and they called her granddaughter. Her granddaughter didn't answer. Oh and my gr- grandpa was sick, like sick. As he should be. I like, mean, I would be, oh my God. Getting his checkbook, putting on his coat, ready to drive to the bank. The granddaughter ended up calling back the healthy granddaughter reporting. There's no kidnapping or anything. So so nothing ever happened. But it has rattled grandpa to this day. 
like anxiety, stress. Because he thought his grandkids were kidnapped and they had had a person, a scammer in the back screaming like they were being tortured. So just be careful. Um, Just be careful. Be so careful. I was looking for an upside in your story. Did you have an upside to add? No, I just- I feel like that's pretty like- No, I think it, well, it's just sick. So it just, it should serve as a reminder to tell your older family members- like, hey, uh, if it's a, like, I don't know if we come to the part of the world where we need to have a code word. Maybe. Like, if it's a real emergency, I will reference your banana bread or whatever yeah. it is. Like, yeah. if, if it's an emergency, I'm going to talk about banana bread. If I don't talk about banana bread. And save those numbers, save whatever you can, because I didn't look it up to do I didn't know we were going to get this far into it in the show, so I didn't look it up. But I am sure that there is an organization, maybe someone listening knows, because I know we have a couple people on here whose husbands work for the FBI and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure that there's somewhere that you can go to report those things. And I know you probably think, well, everyone else is reporting them, but you need to report it because that's how we get to the bottom of that kind of stuff. I, for a year, was getting IRS, you're about to be arrested phone calls. And I reported, I took time out to report every single one just in hopes that maybe it wouldn't happen to someone else. And I feel bad too, because I, I was just using the computer to get ready for today's episode. And one of those things popped up that take over your entire screen and it kind of looks official, but it says virus warning or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's, and then there's a box that says, do not close this window. Click here to remove the virus. Right. And I knew that doing that would lead down a road that would involve a credit card number and everything. Mm-hmm. So I just closed that window and went to something else. But it's just so preying on old people. Just no, it really makes Jeff angry. And uh, yeah, and it's just sad. So uh, just tell your grandparents to to be alert. And somebody else messaged from a bank and said that they can tell when this is happening, Mm -hmm. but there's nothing they can do because the grandparents get instructed to not tell the bank employees what's going on. Well, and it is not illegal to give someone else your money stupidly. True. Like, or like there is no, no law against freely giving people your money. So if you happen to give someone your money, that doesn't like, there's no, there's laws about lying to people and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like a lot of times if they're not in this country and people don't know where they're coming from, like it's not easily prosecutable. Is that a word? Prosecutable? Yeah. Um, So anyways, just be careful. You can give your money to whoever you want to, and it's not illegal to give someone your money. All right. We're going to end on um, a good note for old people. Uh, (laughs) We're we're going to, um, it, I saw a customer service survey yeah. that completely blew my mind. Uh, it says, it was talking about um, people who receive bad customer service and who have sworn off going to particular retailers. Okay. Now, I'm never going to that store again because they didn't take my coupons or they didn't double my coupons or whatever. Right. I figured that old people would have a list 100 miles long and then young people are like, ah, I'm too lazy. I know they don't double my coupons, but it's still the one that's closest to my house. I got to go. Right. It's actually the opposite. Millennials have sworn off an average of five retailers due to poor customer service. Those over the age of 65 have only sworn off two. You know what? I do you follow in either of those categories? Like, do you fall? 
Are you asking me if I'm an elderly person or a millennial? No, I'm asking you if you fall in the category of someone that is like customer service bad done over, or does it like depend on how bad the experience was or because with restaurants, you're one and done. Well, I'm not one and done. That's not true. I will give a restaurant more than one chance, but consistently poor service at a restaurant. There's just too many choices. That's how I feel about customer service though. Like if you are a big company and I'm not talking small business, like, I mean, I would like a little bit of grace. Hopefully we offer good customer service, but, um, smaller companies I have like an easier time with, but if you're a major company and the customer service is ridiculous, I, I will not shop there anymore. Would you be willing to pay more if it meant better customer service? No. You wouldn't? No. And here's the reason. Because I shop at places like Nordstrom and I'm going to use Third Love as an example because their customer service is the most ridiculous, amazing thing I've ever heard. Um, but no, there's no excuse. Like there's no, you shouldn't have to pay more to get good customer service. Like you should be able to, in an ideal world, well, like our merch store, right? Yeah. We, I believe so much in our products that if we don't like them, like, of course I would give you your money back. If you think it's, you feel like you got ripped off, of course I would give it to you back. So I don't think that people should have to pay more to get a product and, and be respected in wanting to return that product. In, um, it, it, with that answer, you have put yourself in the significant minority. 74% of people said they would be willing to pay more money in order to get to guarantee good customer well, service. Well, I just think that big box retailers are making this. Okay. There are retailers that I go to time and time again, and they don't. If you're talking about. How do I want to say this? <laughs> you look like you're backed into a corner. Like I feel like a, I'm backed into a corner. It, it there are comparable prices at two major retailers that I like. Okay. And I will always go to one because it has better, easier customer service. Would you go to that one if you found out that the prices were consistently 10% higher? Would you still go to that one or would you go to this the cheaper one? I would go... Well, that's not a fair question. It's exactly. Because, no, 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 no. Because if I found out on the back end, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's no, different. No, 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 no. You're putting way too many layers on I it. I am not. I would not. If if, if someone, you have two, if you have a favorite shoe store, if you have favorite shoes that you like to get yes. and there's two short stores that sell those shoes and one of them sells the shoes for $30 a pair but has no customer service. Mm -hmm. One of them sells the shoes for $33. Okay, I wasn't thinking of it that way. But has outstanding customer service. Yes, I would pay more for that. But what I'm saying is, if there was like a store like a Nordstrom and a Bloomingdale's, right? And what difference does it make? It makes a difference because the price point is just higher. Like I wouldn't pay $60 for shoes just for the customer service if the shoes are... You don't, you don't even know that. I'm not making sense. Okay, here's what I want to say. I'm not going to go to a more expensive department store in general because it has better customer service. But Blue. you just said you would. No, they're two different things. If if I found out that Nordstrom shoes were $3 more yeah. than the ones at Bloomingdale's, but they have better customer service and it's right. hassle-free for me, yes, yes, I'm in. As a whole... If, if they're, if Bloomingdale's decides that they're going to have amazing customer service, I'm still probably not shopping there as much because their entire price point is higher. That, have I lost you? You're not making any sense. Okay. 
I know what I want to say in my head. It's so clear. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying that there's just one store. If there's, if the two, if, every, if the if, price point is $2, yes, I will pay $2 more for great customer service. Yes. If everything's yeah. equal, mm -hmm. if the playing field is equal, mm -hmm. would you pay 10% more to have outstanding customer service every time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I've just talked you out of your own answer. No, I just, no, you have not talked me out of my Do you want to give it another shot? What you're trying to explain? Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that was actually, that was kind of rhetorical, but let's try it. Go for it. I'm not going to buy. Okay. So I have a, okay, here we go. All right. Here, here we, go. we go. I'm take, stretching. Here we go. Let's see if I can make this work. Take, I have, take six. I have kind of like a mental price in my head of what work shoes or work dresses should cost me. Right. Okay. So I've said in my head, I will not pay more than a hundred dollars for a work dress. Right. Perfect. So normally I shop at Nordstrom and I get them for, you know, on sale for less than a hundred dollars. And that's kind of my comfort zone. If you came yes. to me and said, there's a store over here that offers amazing customer service, but you're going to have to up your work dress price to $150 to get that. No, I would not do that. But that's no, but there's nobody in this conversation who said that. <laughs> no, but that's what I thought you were saying. So that's what no, I was fighting I said, for. No, I just said, would you pay 10% more? If all uh, things were equal, would you pay 10% more for good customer service? Anyways, um, can I plug Third Love, even though I have no reason to do so? Because they have really set the bar now. You can text their customer service. That I think is clutch right there, being able Brilliant. to Brilliant. And now if you do, because uh, I'm doing so much stuff online related to the, um, uh, the the show here and our website and all that, like adding things in the newsletter and stuff, and everybody has little chat bots, so you don't actually have to call in and talk. Right, and you if you just, have to call, you're like, what do I do? I don't want to call. Yeah, Where's the chat box? Can I not chat? Where's the chat box? I will actually wait. If there's a 24-hour customer service line, but the chat is only open from 8 to 6, I'll wait till it opens so I can chat with someone. Um, the uh, This would be a great time. Now that we're talking about not calling customer service, a great time to remind <laughs> you of our pro customer service idea, yes. which is to use those chat bots and the texting and the phone numbers and in person when you receive great customer service, because people who work in customer service generally only hear complaints. Jeff thinks you should do it when you receive good customer service. I just was cold calling my favorite companies and telling them for no reason at all. And we got a message on Instagram from someone that I thought was so awesome that said that they were behind a truck in traffic or something. And it's like, how's my driving or whatever. And then the 1-800 number and they called it and they were like, Hey, I just wanted to tell you that your company's great. You're doing a good job. And I hope you have a great day. And, and they're like, and your driver's doing a and great your driver's job. Doing a great job. And they were like, wait, what? Like they almost didn't believe her. They thought it was a joke. And she was like, no, 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 I'm serious. I just wanted to compliment you and say, great job. Right. And they were like, wow, okay, that's super awesome. So, uh, yeah, so if you have some extra time today, uh, just reach out to to somebody who's given you good or excellent customer service or just somebody that you do a lot of business with and just tell them, thanks for doing a great job because they probably haven't heard it enough and it'll brighten their day. Spread the love. Thank you for listening to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I'm really excited because this afternoon we are going to go to Humane Society and we're going to film with an older dog and try to get an older dog a home. Yeah, and we're going to try to make a movie trailer out of a dog that's been in the shelter for like six months or more. Um, what are they called? Uh, 
Underdogs? Upside underdogs. Upside underdogs. So when you adopt the dog, not only do you get the dog, but you'll get a movie trailer telling you the story of its life up to that point. I just have a soft spot for senior dogs. I adopted one. She was the best thing that's ever happened to me. And me and Jeff went there to the Humane Society just to visit. And there's some dogs that have been sitting in there for so long because of the age on their card. And they are the best little roommate family members ever. So we're gonna try to get them adopted and we're going to hang out with them today and hopefully this works out. We're taking um, a videographer, Leah, and we'll just see how it goes. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye.